I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. You got the big show on the radio. More chances for you to win coming up after your news, weather, and sports. Hello, it's me, Spanky. You know, Mr. Personality from the Yellow Rose. Not sure why I'm doing this. It's not like they're paying me or anything. I can't even get the redneck to pay his tab down at the bar. But you can't help but love them, no matter how nerve-wracking they are. I don't even complain when they make fun of my big head. I just wish John Boy would give me back my memory foam pillow and stop telling his kids that's where the comet hit. Son of a... Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack this morning, a happy herd prize pack. And that's great because here we are in October. We're going to honor some hunting and fishing today. So with this happy herd, the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry, go to BigShow.com, click on the happy herd link, enter code JBB2020 at checkout, get 10% off. That says you have to win some right here, our three dates in history. October 5th, 1892, the Dalton Gang, notorious for its train robberies, was practically wiped out while attempting to rob a pair of banks in Coffeeville, Kansas. Mm. Their bench must not have been very deep. No, they didn't have <laughs> much of a second string on there. 1995, in Ukuma, Uganda, a thief was convicted of stealing an elderly man's big edible rat. Hmm. The rat napper was sentenced to 12 strokes of the cane in order to trap five edible rats for his victim. <laughs> See, nothing about that crime would happen in America, ever. That's a peach, son. Man, edible rats. All right. Finally, it was on this date in 2013. Two teenagers in Morocco were arrested for posting a picture of themselves kissing on Facebook. The teens, a 15-year-old and 14-year-old, were taken into custody for violating public decency 
after a newspaper printed the photo. Oh, their lips are touching. <laughs> so, Why didn't the newspaper get in trouble? That's the part I don't understand. <laughs> Facebook is one thing, but... I don't get it. Yeah. All right, they're straight over there in Morocco. Mm-hmm. Well, there's our categories. 1-800-BIG-SHOWS, your toll-free line. So we set up to play Outburst. Next. <laughs> Monday and our video today brought to you by LS Tractor. More standard features, best in class performance, and longer warranty, all for a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer when you go to thebigshow.com. As we're going to see our video of the day, the remote learning effect. Take it out and make a daily visit to bigshow.com. And right now, see if we can get a week's worth of winning again. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to Chris from Saltville, Virginia. We'll have a big show time. Chris, what's up? Hey, John Boy, how you doing? Hey, Chris, we are doing good, buddy. Welcome. All right. Sound like you wide awake and ready to go. I'm ready to go, buddy. Well, let's do it then in five seconds. All right. We need three things on a train. Ready, go. Um, a conductor, people, and food. Bam. Now we need three things you catch in a trap. Ready to go? A mouse, bear, and a rabbit. Bam. And for the win, three things people take pictures of for Facebook. Ready to go? Family, friends, and pets. John yeah, a lot of that going on. We could have also accepted a deli sandwich because I'll do that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Facebook made me hungry. Uh-huh. All right. uh, Chris, you got the Happy Herd prize pack, bud. We'll get you up to Saltville, Virginia. Hey, that sounds good, John Boy. Thank you, buddy. All right, man. Glad you won. Chris, hang on for Jackie. Hey, I'm a first time caller, John Boy. Oh, get it out. Yeah. Thanks, John Boy. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, buddy. Bottom of the hour, top of your news on the other side to kick off our hunting and fishing Monday in October. Randy's talking catfish.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio, Monday, October the 5th, this month. Hunting comes in over most of the Big Show audience. And of course, hunting and fishing today. Let's start off with this. Well, it was a couple of weeks ago, Randy came in here, all aghast about a talking catfish he caught. Yeah, he was gassed already. <laughs> caught it. I'm telling <laughs> held you, held it happened. up. And, it, uh, and what did it sound like? It was kind of a. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, and I have witnesses. You know, the, Wait a minute. The Tasmanian devil as the talking cat. It was, you know, and as we were trying to dig the hook out of it, uh-huh. uh, it would, you know, as you push down with the needle nose, he'd go. <laughs> Well, have you ever poked a guy? I mean, you know, just about anybody would do that. And every time, you know, it, it, it must have happened 20 times, and I had the same reaction each time. <laughs> you know, it, just, it scared me every time. Well, we were calling some bull duty on it, mm-hmm. but uh, listen to this from uh, Kirk Rundle, fisheries biologist. Ah. Hey, big show. Minnows and catfish connect the auditory system to the swim bladder with a chain of small bones called Weberian assicles. Ossicles. Ossicles. Those are those are painful. Boy George likes those. Eat them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Wabarian ossicles. Thank you. Ah, Pronounce it like that. Ah, Okay. Well, that sounds. I thought that was something Eskimos get. (laughs) Well, the fish's swim bladder, which Mm -hmm. helps fish maintain buoyancy. Uh has pulsating walls and when inflated increases the hearing sensitivity via the connection to the fish's ears. Hmm. Yes, fish have ears. Well, of course they do. Randy might have heard the swim bladder inflating or deflating as he squeezed the catfish. Ah, and I was uh, squeezing when I pushed uh, the hook down. When it would go <laughs> Yes, and that's when I jumped. So he wasn't just talking, you were making him talk, yes. apparently. Everybody else on the boat moved to the front of the boat. Hey, you know, the... it's, it's like the chicken man. Mm. Remember when he said he had talking chickens? He brought him in here. He had him under his arm. And you said, yeah, man, bring him so in. We had to ask him something. And then squeeze the chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So kind of the same thing. And say, All right, now, chicken, how much is two plus two? And he'd literally go, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. He could have done the same thing with a cat or even a small kid. Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, no, about the chicken, man. Yeah, yeah. Catfishes do talk or have audible sounds, and I'm sure that's what you heard. And they have incredible mm. sense of uh, music ability, too. Oh, really? You got, well, this, you, you got some I, tape of that? I have tape of the actual catfish. <laughs> All right. little duet going on. Just making stuff up. <laughs> Good morning, big shows on the radio. And action. 
Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Prospector Returns. As our story opens, the year is 1850. A dusty old prospector strolls into the Sharp Branch Saloon in the tiny town of Brushywood, Colorado. Ah, evening, mister. Welcome to the Sharp Branch. Ain't seen you around these parts. Uh, I ain't never been here before. I ain't seen another living soul almost a year. My name's Frank Johnson. I've been panning for gold over near Hawk Ridge. Ah, having any luck? Well, not till this morning. Pulled out a nugget almost as big as my fist. Took it over to the exchange and cashed her in. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I'm in the mood to celebrate. Give me a bottle of your best whiskey. You got it. Tad hungry, too. Any chance I get a T-bone steak extra rare? Coming right up. Uh, I'm also in the market for a little companionship for the evening. Uh, can you make that happen? No. No, sir. <laughs> now, now, for that, you're going to have to talk to old Joe, that feller down at the other end of the bar there. Oh, that weird-looking booger with the green teeth. You, you mean he can, he can hook me up with a woman? Oh, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a woman within 100 miles of here. But old Joe can give you that... Uh, companionship you're talking about. Uh, hold on just a minute, barkeep. You saying what I think you're saying? Forget it. I ain't into none of that weird stuff. Oh. <laughs> well, that's pretty much your only option. Uh, well, let me let me ask you something. Just just between us. Yeah, what's on your mind? Like I said, I ain't into that weird stuff, but uh, I've been up in the hills and by myself for a mighty long time, and I really am looking for a spot of companionship this evening. You you say old Joe's the only game in town? Oh, he's the bell of the ball. Well, if, if I was interested in a, a one-time arrangement, I wouldn't want it to get around town, you know. So uh, who all would know about it? Huh. Well, let's see here. I'd know. And you'd know, of course. <laughs> old Joe would definitely know. <laughs> Besides that, I reckon it'd just be them other two guys. Uh, wait, what uh, two other guys? The ones holding old Joe down. He ain't into that weird stuff neither. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Cleet, Rufus, we got another game cutter here. <laughs> Tune in again next time when we hear one of them two other guys say, Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. Yeah, beep, beep, beep. I know it's going to be hard for y'all to believe, but I'm a redneck. <laughs> the real live, walking, talking, living, breathing redneck. Now, redneck does not mean a slang term for gene pool deficiency. Actually, quite the opposite. It means I'm a winner in the DNA game of life. So now all you northerners won't have to go to a museum to see a redneck. You've seen one tonight. See, you northerners, you like to get up in the morning and have a little dose of coffee. Us rednecks, we get up in the morning, we have us a dose of the John Boy and Billy Show.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio for you Monday, October the 5th. Man, look at this celebrity birthday list. You believe a guitar player, musician Steve Miller is 77 years old today. Ah, Lee, you've got to be kidding me. You know, the legendary Les Paul, the famed Les Paul guitars? Uh-huh. He was a friend of Steve's dad who taught him a couple of chords on the guitar, and that's what got Steve wow. Miller going. Mm-hmm. How about that? It's a good way to start. And by age 12, he was leading his own blues band, which featured blue-eyed soul singer Boz Skaggs on guitar. That's right. They started out together, yeah. basically. Yeah. I can't hey, remember this song. <laughs> I knew it. Why don't you let me sing on that song, see? <laughs> I got a wonderful voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, Randy. Go ahead. I'm sure you had something. I was just, I was just trying to remember what Bob Skaggs sounds like. I, I just couldn't get him back in my head. Okay, well, there you go. All right. Okay. Mainly happy birthday to you. <laughs> that picked pretty fast, didn't it? Yeah. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. You can win $50 to spend on an American Express gift card courtesy of Bojangles. It's bow time. All righty. Well, I heard Randy sort of talking catfish earlier. Let's put our man, the Crocodile Stalker, on it. Animal Channel presents the Crocodile Stalker. <laughs> Traveling around the world in search of exotic wildlife. Then annoying the crap out of them. Now, here's Steve. Thank you, love, and good day. Steve here. And today we've paddled ourselves right dibbly into the middle of this episode's exotic location. Lake Wiley, South Carolina. Absolutely gorgeous. I know it doesn't sound like our usual faraway adventure, but believe me, this location is a unique destination for one very special reason. It's purported to be the home of the amazing talking catfish. There goes a lunker now. I'm not sure if they actually talk. Catfish have a series of bladders behind their gills that make a throaty mumbling sound when they're taken out of the water. Now, locals swear they really talk, but I think they're just pulling old Steve's leg. You know, the American South is full of tales of unusual beasties. There's the lizard man, the skunk ape, and of course the giant catfish, said to be as big as a bus and to inhabit the deep, deep waters at the base of area dams. If there really was a catfish that big, I'm sure Oprah would have eaten it by now. (laughs) But thankfully, we're not looking for that much trouble today. Just an average-sized catfish with a lot to say. And let's hope our chatty little friend doesn't pull a no-show. They were nearly driven to extinction by another beast, the snakehead fish. Both mysteriously disappeared around the same time. No one knows why. I've set several traps around the lake. Let's check him out and see what we come up with. No, nothing here, except a young, musky alligator snapping turtle. They've got jaws of steel, even at this age. They get their name because of this alligator-like ridge on their shell, the alligator-like tail, and the musky odor they give off when they feel threatened. I'll show you. I'll just give him a good shake. A few hard wraps on his shell. Now, let's give a sniff. Hmm, nothing. I'll get a little closer. Ah, there it is. That distinctive musky smell that tells predators they better back off before it's too late. Too late? Well, at least I can't smell him now. Let's check another trap. You know, catfish are found in some shape or form all over the globe. Around these parts, there's all sorts. 
Flatheads, Channel Cats, and Blue. All great game fish, and all bombs is on the barbie. Crikey, nothing here either. Blimey, I sure am losing a lot of blood. The water is absolutely crimson. Well, what do you know? The water is positively alive with catfish snapping at the bloody water. Whoa, heads up. Here's a healthy specimen just leapt into the boat. Let's have a look at it. Hold on. Did you hear that? I think we've got a winner. Sounds like he's saying hello, doesn't it? I swear he just said look out. Oh, nice try, little fella. Behind you. Behind me, eh? Old Steve isn't going to fall for that one. Behind you. Talk about a defense mechanism. He's trying to distract me by setting my attention to some imaginary threat behind me. Well, now, that's not my imagination. It appears to be one of the mythical giant catfish I said didn't exist. <laughs> maybe it's, uh, maybe it's just a hallucination from all this blood loss. If I blink, I'll bet he'll be gone. Wrong again. Well, maybe if I just stand still, he'll go away. for another episode of The Crocodile Stalker. Maybe. All right. Fun with fish so far today. We're going to turn our attention to a little deer hunting later this morning. All right, well, let's play John Boy Jeopardy. Jump right in here. In case you didn't know, according to the official ship's records, in addition to the 2,240 people on board the Titanic when it sank, mm. there were also 12 of these, and so you know, three of them actually survived. Was it like lobsters in the lobster tank or something? Because they seemed like they had a pretty good show. <laughs> no, they no, wasn't. Okay. We had to try to reason. Yeah. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you told free line. We play John Boy Jeopardy next. <laughs> Shows on the radio and our video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer at TheBigShow.com. You'll find our video, The Remote Learning Effect. <laughs> this is funny stuff, man. Check out little girl. I think she's actually too young to learn, but it is funny. Isn't it? <laughs> Check it out when you get a chance. Make a daily visit to TheBigShow.com. 
And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's and now, a man who suffers occasionally from the in-person learning effect, <laughs> he is John Boy. Let's say hey to Bobby out of Sellersburg, Tennessee. Good morning, Bobby. Hey, how we doing? Hey, doing good, Bobby. Welcome, buddy. First up, let's see what you got. Well, according to the official ship's records, in addition to the 2,240 people on board the Titanic when it sank, there were also 12 of these. So, you know, three of them actually survived. What do you think, Bobby? I'm going to go with what is dogs. What is dogs? That's it, man. And the, uh, by the way, the surviving dogs were two Pomeranians and one Pekingese. Hmm. All right. So they were small dogs, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Like yeah, so they float yeah. easily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe that, that big girl that knocked uh, Leonardo DiCaprio off that piece of wood, she could have put like three dogs on that. <laughs> yeah, especially those. All yeah, right. <laughs> hey, well, Bobby, good work, buddy. $50 for you to spend on an American Express gift card courtesy of Bojangles. All right, I sure appreciate it. All right, man, hang on with Jackie. Yeah. All right, right now it is your news. Right on the other side, our time capsule for this October the 5th. And then silver screen legend Alan Swan. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Oh, so Olive Garden, that explains some breadsticks in your pocketbook. I'm going to have to tell it myself a minute. Mm. Me and my wife put a red lobster out of business on Park Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Huh. Billy, you know, the part when I first moved here, the apartment right, I lived right, was, right. was right across the street. Sure, yeah. When they would have all you could eat crab night. Ah. Oh, man, I could eat some crab. <laughs> <laughs> what I do so so he uh, had an old pocketbook. I used to call it the get you get you crab pocketbook. He'd <laughs> <laughs> bring an old one. <laughs> so I'd eat the legs. I mean, it wasn't like I was stealing because the knuckles. You know, after you break the legs off, I'd, I'd put the knuckles in her pocketbook. Yeah, don't because, waste it. Yeah, sure. because you take them home mm. and when, when you got some time and pick them out. But when you're sitting there, all I can eat, you know, I'm cracking them legs. You ought to see me. I'm a machine. I'm a crabby uh-huh. machine. Like that. And then the knuckles in the pocketbook. And it was funny because she'd have to keep the pocketbook outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. When I say, get your crab purse on there. Can't have nothing nice. Here comes Eve. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a sign of true love. She knew what he meant when he said, go get your crab Crab bucket. <laughs> oh, we're having wow. all you can eat tonight. Yeah, man. That was the worst day of my life when they went out of business. Uh. She said, see what you did? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, sir. We're all, out, we're all out of crab legs. Oh, and don't fill up on sides. Uh, right, another right. little tip. Uh. Let them fries and slaw and puppies go. Get on the crab. <laughs> 
John Boy and Billy. I'm the kid in 5B who's making it rain in 4B. Morning radio done right. <laughs> Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, Monday, October the 5th. In about 20 minutes, we celebrate October with hunting and fishing. Deer hunting with my gentleman's gentleman, Cadbury. Hey, over there. There's a limo in the parking lot. That means our special guest has arrived. Here he comes. He's a true living legend of the silver screen. He's stopping by for another visit. Please welcome the one and only... Alan Swan. Thank you, madam. I'll have the usual. <laughs> and tell Chef to scatter, smother, and cover this time. He never seems to remember. Good morning, Mr. Swan. Good heavens. It's John, boy. What are you doing at the Passaic Highway Waffle Hut? Well, this, this is the big show, Mr. Swan. Ah, what luck. I love it when the waitress dances topless on the counter. Senor Bombacelli, retrieve my stack of American singles. Dollar bills? No, American cheese. This chef never remembers to cover. Uh, so what brings you in today? Well, if you must know, I'm endeavoring to raise my spirits. I've had a run of bad luck. Uh, would you like to talk about it? My lad, I never tell my friends my problems. I only share my problems with my enemies. Oh, Why? They seem to enjoy it so much more. Now, well, I'm sure things will turn around. Remember, nothing's impossible. Really? Ever tried slamming a revolving door? Good point. Well, do you need a lawyer? Oh, I have a lawyer. Rodrigo Maraschino. Like the cherry. He's always there for me. Several years ago, I drove my sports car through a farmer's fence and into his pasture. Rodrigo came to my rescue. As we were walking back to his car, he stepped both feet in a large, moist cow patty, mm. which gushed over the top of his expensive Italian loafers. Mm. He looked down and started screaming, Help me! My God, help me! I said, What's the problem, old boy? He pointed to his feet submerged in dung and said, I'm melting. <laughs> so, well, some folks aren't cut out for country life. Oh, well, he didn't fare well in the city either. He arrived to work one day, and when he opened the door to his BMW, a speeding car came by and whoosh, took the driver's side door off. The police arrived, and he was loudly protesting, Dear God, look what that moron has done to my beautiful vehicle. The constable on scene scolded him. You lawyers are so materialistic. You're so worried about your stupid car, you haven't noticed that your arm has been torn off. My lawyer said, Oh, no! Where's my Rolex? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like your lawyer's got bigger problems than you, then. That's funny. He always telling me that I'm his biggest problem. I suppose it all balances out in the end. By the by, do you happen to have any of those... Delicious biscuits lying about. I need something to soak up the alcohol. I uh, had a few cocktails this morning. No, I spilled a martini in the limo, and they do a wonderful job of mopping it up. Ah, uh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Swan. You, you got here a little late. They're all gone. Ah, well, say la guerre. 
I don't believe in being punctual, by the way. It gives everyone the impression you've got nothing better to do. Now, if you'll excuse me, I am to adieu. Signor Bombacelli and I have a previous engagement. Uh, breakfast? No, finding a luckier lawyer. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Alan Swan, the world's greatest actor. I'm not an actor, <laughs> damn you! I'm a movie star! <laughs> Ready? Hey man, this is Tommy Chong. And whenever I want to get high, I don't say no. I just listen to John Boy and Billy. Who wrote this? Cash! Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Man, we just watched our video today again, the remote learning effect. This cute little baby <laughs> trying to uh, stay awake. Daddy acting like he's teaching or something. I didn't understand what he was talking about. I, don't, I ain't believing that kid did. Well, we had to wake you up three times during <laughs> yeah. the day. Your head was bothering when you first watched it. Yeah. <laughs> when you get a chance, get you a little laugh right there at thebigshow.com. Anything you might have missed, our video of the days, all last week, they're all up here. Of course, if you got to get out of here within the next 30 minutes, man, we're deer hunting and we're fishing. If you got to go, catch it all. John Boybiller's Late Risers podcast. It'll drop before high noon Eastern. Like it does after every weekday broadcast. And it's all set up for you right there. Speaking of the big show.com, when you make your daily visit. Good morning, big shows on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win this morning current events quiz. Take C, get them a Gooster inline spinners prize pack. Whether you're chasing trout in the mountains or fishing largemouth in a farm pond, Magooster inline spinners are the go-to lures. Proudly American-made in East Tennessee. Go to BigShow.com, click on the Magooster logo, enter code JBB at checkout, and get 20% off your order. Uh, hang on, you can win them in just a couple of minutes. First, yeah, October, celebrating hunting season. Watch where you're walking, Cadbury. You're going to scare off all the deer. Trust me, sir. If your hunting costume doesn't frighten the wildlife, nothing will. Well, if you think I'm going to wear camouflage, you're crazy. This is the last day of deer season. There's a lot of real nut jobs running around the woods. You're telling me. Begging sir's pardon, but why can't we just hunt from sir's deck? That's not the point. See, that's why I'm using the bow and arrow. This isn't just about hunting, Cadbury. It's about embracing man's bond with nature, exploring our inborn instincts to stalk our food and match wits with a wild beast, harvesting the natural bounty the good Lord placed here, putting food on the table the way our forefathers did. In their pajamas after the cleaning people woke them? You know, you can be a real buzz killer. Hmm, sounds like Mr. Mario has gotten up at last. That's not Mario, that's a deer. Sounds like a buck. 
I hope he's as big as the last one I brought down. Yes, let's just hope we don't have to strap its antlers on like Sir's last great conquest. Do you have to make those little quotation marks with your fingers? That's why I don't bring Billy with me. Where do you think I learned it, sir? And for your information, the antlers fell off. I just tied them back on for the picture. I see. Perhaps you shouldn't have duct taped them to the center of its head. It did sort of look like the dog in the Grinch. <laughs> Holy cow, he's getting close. I'm going to get up in the deer stand. You sprinkle this around. What's this? It's deer scent. It really drives a big boy's wild. You know, if I didn't know better, I'd say it looks remarkably like... That's what it is. <laughs> How on earth did you get the deer to go in the jar, sir? Spread that scent and get out of sight. Here he comes. <clears throat> the lid won't budge, sir. Just tap it against the tree. That'll loosen it. Yes, very good. It's open, sir. I said tap it. I don't know what you're complaining about, sir. I'm the one drenched in deer tinkle. Well, just stay still. Don't spook him. Wow, he's a beaut. At least an eight-pointer. Yes, and they're not held on with duct tape. Uh-oh. Uh, why is he looking at me like that, sir? It's the deer scent. I think he likes you. What do you... What do you mean, likes me? You know, likes you. Do you have to make those little quotation marks in the air with your fingers? See, it is annoying, isn't it? Cadbury, run! Back here! Go away! Run back towards me! I got the bow ready! Holy beast! He's really hot to drop! Whatever you do, don't trip! Why did you say that, sir? <laughs> you better get moving, Biggin. Those antlers look sharp. <laughs> they are. Get up, back, back, you savage beast. Sir, sir, I can't hold him off forever. What are you waiting for? Shoot, shoot. I might hit you, Cadbury. Considering what's in store for me if I lose, I hope you do. Shoot. <laughs> Nicely placed, sir. Would you like to try a matching one in the other cheek? Uh, I can't. I only brought one arrow. You what? I guess I was overconfident. <laughs> well, do something. Okay, I will. I'm going to cover my eyes. <laughs> back, dear. Back. 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 again this year. No. <laughs> Let's play the current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? Will Smith has big news for Fresh Prince fans. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told Freeline Across America, take C, you will win. We play next. Hey, guys. I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry, I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. 
We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio, rolling to you Monday, October the 5th. A video today brought to you by LS Tractor, a value that offers simply more. Find your local dealer at TheBigShow.com. This is our video, The Remote Learning Effect. Yeah, put that cute little girl right asleep. <laughs> Check it out, TheBigShow.com. And now, Pep Squad. Ready? Aiken, South Carolina on the line. Good morning, Ronnie. Hey, Johnny. How are you doing this morning? Hey, man, man we're doing good. Welcome. You ready to win? Absolutely. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, listen up. Well, fresh, fresh Prince of Bel Air fans, the home rental site Airbnb has what could be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for you. The original mansion in the Hollywood suburb of Bel Air is available for rental on Airbnb on several dates this month. The house, which is owned in real life by the Fresh Prince himself, actor Will Smith, has been decorated to match the TV version of the house. <laughs> it's happening just in time for the 20th anniversary of the 1990 premiere of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on NBC. If you book a stay, you can catch a cab at the airport and recreate the legendary moment when Will Smith, A, pulls up to the house about 7 or 8, B, sits on his throne as the Prince of Bel-Air, or C, tells a stinky cab driver, yo, home, smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, say, Ronnie. Yes. 
You say yes? <laughs> well, no, 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 wait a minute. That's not the right answer. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about this thing for a while, man. Uh, you know, A, a sounds really oh good, boy. and B sounds probably even better, but I think I better C. Uh, there it was. I heard it. I heard it. Ronnie Workshop and some current events quiz. He's a live wire. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, we're sending you to Magooster Inline Spinner's Prize Pack down to Aiken, buddy. You enjoy. Listen, I appreciate it, Johnny. Can I give a shout-out, Johnny? Uh, of course you can. Johnny, I'd like to give a shout-out to you and Billy and all the folks there and all the listeners who enjoy you all as much as I do every day, almost every day, because I've been listening to you all for about 20, I think, 25 years out mm. of the station out of Augusta. Wow. Awesome. And I'll just, I'll just tell you this, man. You make a smile, and, and, and I appreciate it, and I know all the people out here do so. Thank you. Appreciate what you do. Oh, wow. okay. Gomer. <laughs> Well, now I feel bad for rolling my eyes at his guest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ronnie. We appreciate you, buddy. Glad you won. Hang on for Jackie. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, time of the top of your news. On the other side, yeah, memories of hunting and fishing. Take you on a fishing trip with me. Hang on. show on the radio monday october the 5th yeah man fall celebrating the outdoors one of jackie's favorite letters here we got for you that. dear jackie <clears throat> offshore fishing with john boy <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock in the morning and everyone on the boat is stowed away everything's stowed away everyone's here the engines are running all the fishing gears in the cockpit ready to go so you might ask, why are we still at the dock? I'll give you two guesses, and the first one doesn't count. That's right, John Boy is late. About half an hour later, here he comes walking down the dock, comes into the cockpit, and mumbles something about, Figgy making me late. Oh, man. He immediately walks into the saloon and falls asleep on the couch. I think that's the salon. <laughs> well, it could be either way. It is. Depends on how big the boat is. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it starts out as one and turns into the other. <laughs> it is salon. This is the first time I've ever seen anyone sleepwalking before in my life. Usually about 9 o'clock, someone goes into the gallery and makes a sandwich. The second the sandwich is made, John Boy wakes up and says, Are you going to eat that? <laughs> So he takes the sandwich, he eats it, and says, it sure is good. I wish I had something to drink. And, of course, everyone runs to fetch him a drink. Oh. Now he's sitting in the fighting chair asking how many fish he caught this morning. <laughs> the fighting chair? What it says. Oh, yeah. The answer is, John Boy, you caught four. He says, good. <laughs> <laughs> 
15 minutes later, he's fast asleep again. Somebody go wake him up. He's taking up the fight. <laughs> now, we all know he's a big guy, but you would think you could fish around him sleeping in the fighting chair as he is. And by the way, if you've ever fished around somebody... <laughs> Wrong. He has one leg, one leg out to the left, the other one's to the right, and old long arms hanging everywhere, and my God, the snoring. So, of course, there's no fish to be caught with the hibernating grizzly bear. Now the captain screams, Bill Fish on, and John Boy jumps up and heads to the flying bridge. John Boy yells, I see him, he's big. About 20 minutes. (laughs) And that is how he says it. After about 20 minutes, the mate has the fish beside the boat and lets it go. John Boy says, and I quote, Stupid, you lost the biggest fish I done caught all day. (laughs) Then says, Y'all got any fried chicken? I'm hungry. (laughs) In which the slave of the moment fetches John Boy some chicken and a drink. (laughs) I feel like I was there. Now, this is for me. See, John Boy, I'm supposed to tell you, you did not realize they're supposed to release Bill Fish. (laughs) So he makes his way back to the cabin and says he's going to take a nap, but wake him up when we reach the inlet. (laughs) The reason he wants to wake up is so he can go outside when we pass the docks and listen to people who see him go by and yell, Oh, oh, oh! Doing the parade wave. Oh, hold on. Now they're back at the dock washing the boat, cleaning the catch, when someone says, where's John Boy? Someone else replies, I think he went in to take a nap. (laughs) Sure enough, he's in there sleeping, got three baby dolls fanning him. (laughs) Rubbing blue emu on his neck because he's tired and sore from catching fish all (laughs) day. He tells them how this stupid lost the biggest fish and remarks about how amazing it is that we could not catch anything without him on the boat. So that's an offshore fishing trip with John Boy. And by the way, the reason it was Thiggy's fault John Boy was late is because Thiggy was out of town and didn't even know Johnny was at the beach. Triumphant fishermen returning down the waterway. We need a fighting couch out here. That's what we need. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio. Coming up in a few minutes, fishing with Willie P. Richardson, the phone prankster from Nacogdoches, Texas. Oh, yeah. But first, here is Mr. Rubar. Thank you. Give me the beat. <laughs> Hello, boys and girls. This is your vaguely unsettling old pal, Mr. Rubar, founder of Carpool University. Everything you need to know about an important subject in less time than it takes for mom or dad to drop you off in the carpool lane at school. Uh, 
Nowadays, carpool is pretty much a thing of the past. That's why we created Zoom School <laughs> University. Uh-oh. Everything you need to know on an important subject in less time than it takes for mom or dad to set up your Zoom call for remote learning. Today's topic is the face mask. Most people have been wearing a mask when they go out in public to help stop the spread of coronavirus. But some people say masks are too hot or uncomfortable or a trick to take away your rights or something that sounds kind of like this. Wah, 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 wah. (laughs) If you have an Uncle Joe who's on Facebook a lot, you might hear him say, if a mask works, how come when you fart, you can still smell it? (laughs) If pants can't stop a fart, how can a mask stop the virus? Okay, I can hardly believe I'm saying this, but let's take Uncle Joe's question seriously for a minute. Okay. The virus and a poot are both made of tiny particles that are measured in nanometers. The molecules in a poot that make it stinky are 0.4 nanometers across. That's less than half of a nanometer, really small. The virus that causes COVID-19 is somewhere between 60 and 140 nanometers across. That's still pretty small, but it's between 100 and 1,000 times bigger than a fart particle. Or farticle, as Ah, scientists call it. (laughs) Bad news. Farts are harder to stop. Good news, even though they're sometimes called silent but deadly, Mm. the overwhelming majority of farts won't kill you. (laughs) So can a mask help stop the virus? Well, it depends on what it's made of. The experts, and by that I mean people smarter than your farty (laughs) Uncle Joe on Facebook, (laughs) say masks aren't perfect, but they're better than not wearing one at all. The full answer gets pretty complicated, but since Uncle Joe likes talking about poots so much, <laughs> let's use an analogy he's probably familiar with. All right. A guy who walks into a room and starts pee-peeing all over the place. Oh, okay. If this guy's not wearing any pants, the mess is gonna go everywhere and get all over everybody. If you're wearing pants and he's not, you might still get some on you, but not as much. If both of you are wearing pants, you'll get even less on you because most of it will stay in his pants and not get on yours. Plus, he'll be easier to avoid because he'll be the guy with a big pee spot on his pants. (laughs) Long story short, until the scientists come up with a vaccine that works, the best plan when you go out in public is avoid people without a mask that have a pee spot on their pants. (laughs) Actually, that's not a bad plan even before we get a vaccine. (laughs) And yes, I know a lot of that is kind of dumb. But if you ask a stupid question, you get a stupid answer. And that's it for this edition of Zoom University. Till next time, this is Mr. Rhubarb saying stay safe, wash your hands, and if you're going out, wear a mask and pants. (laughs) Peace out. I'll tell you this, Mr. John Boy, or whatever your name is over there. I'll tell you this, Mr. Syndication, or whatever your name is. There'll be no stupid quiz in heaven, I'll tell you that.
Good morning. Big Show's on the radio for you Monday, October the 5th. Fun with hunting and fishing. Taking the fun. Checking on our Texas phone prankster, Willie P. It's Billy. Uh, yes, sir. Is this the fishing bait store down by the lake? Yes, sir, it is. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. Uh, yes, sir. This is Willie P. Richardson. Uh, look here, I was out there fishing last night, and it was just getting dark, and I caught one of the biggest basses you ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was so strong, it, it pulled my boat around in circles for a few minutes till it <laughs> tired out. And one of my boys and my old lady was with me, and she weighed over 400 pounds. He was trying to help me get the fish in, and uh, I was just using a cane pole and a little old perch for bait. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he uh, leaned over the side of the boat, and all that weight, my old lady's weight, mainly caused the boat to lean way over to one side, and he fell off in the lake, but uh, he was wearing a life jacket and everything, so he, he was all right. He climbed back up in the boat with me, and I'm uh, I'm glad she didn't fall in. We never would have got her big old self back up in the boat. <laughs> Well, anyway, after I got it in the boat, took me about 15 minutes to get it in. Man, that thing was so big, it cracked my pole about halfway up, and we really had to work to get it up into the boat. And finally got it up there close enough to get his head off in that dip net, and then my son got a hold of it and uh, drug it on up into the boat. Yes, sir. Well, I ain't never seen a bass this big. Uh, I figured it might be some kind of state or world record or something, and I might be able to get some money out of it. Yes, sir. Why didn't you bring it up here and weigh it? Well, I did come up there, but y'all had just closed the store and everything was getting in your pickup to leave, and I didn't want to bother y'all. So I took it home. Man, I drove all around the neighborhood, and everybody showing it to these peoples, and I was getting them all up out of bed to look at it. Everybody say they ain't never seen no bass that large. I had it, uh, had it in a big old tub in the back of my pickup, and it was still alive and swimming around in it, and several of these peoples had their pictures took with it there. Uh, I didn't have no camera with me, so I'm hoping some of them pictures turned out good. Yeah, yes, sir. Well, did you weigh it? Uh, yes, I did. It weighed 23 pounds. Hmm. I uh, weighed it on a scale at the grocery store, so I know that that was the right weight. And a friend of mine told me last night that the state record for what they call a large mouse bass like this here was just over 18 pounds and was 25 inches long, and I think they had caught it up at that lake fork. Well, this here fish is 31 inches long, and uh, I was thinking if it be, if you know, if it did be the state record, I might get my own, you know, TV show about fishing, you know, and <laughs> maybe get one of these boat companies to give me a boat, you know, for advertisement, and even maybe get me some of them clothes to wear that have all them patches with pictures of fish on them. Yes, sir. Well, if that fish is really that big, uh, you might, but you need to, you need to take it to call the Parks and Wildlife uh, people and take it to their office. Yes, sir. Well, where, uh, I'll do that, but where's their office? It's on Atkinson Drive in Lufkin. Say it is. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I was wondering about this hint. Last night, uh, after I took it all around and showed it and everything, we had a big fish fry and invited all the next-door neighbors over, and we cooked it and picked some hush puppies with it, you know, and had a big fish fry. You mean you cooked the fish that might be the state record? Well, yes, but I tell you, I saved the head and that bone, you know, that bone to go all the way uh, down to the middle of it, and all that's still in one piece, and I figured that they might could just look at that and tell how big it was and how much it weighed and everything. No, sir, I, I don't believe they'll certify just looking at, at that. You made a big mistake. By, by not keeping the whole fish, sir. Say I did. Yes, sir. Uh, anyway, you could just tell them, you know, that you've seen it while it was in one piece, and that you waited. They, you know, they probably believe you since you fools with deals with fishes all the time anyway. Uh, no, sir. I don't I don't believe they take my word for it. Sure enough. 
now. Well, that shows me disappointment. Uh, I guess I'll just come back up there again to see it and see if I can catch me another one. All right, bring it to picture. I, 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 when you get it, I'd like to see it. I sure will. I'm adding the picture. going to be pretty good size by itself. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. You can win a LS Tractor prize pack. And right now, visit your local LS Tractor dealer. Register for Pit Boss Sportsman 820 Wood Pellet Grill. LS Tractor, more standard features, best-in-class performance, and longer warranty. Offer a value that offers simply more. Go to BigShow.com. Click on LS Tractor for dealer info. Yeah, coming up, wordy word. Randy, <laughs> I was fine. We were going through some stuff with the with the late great Tim Wilson was in the studio, and that's uh, one of one of Jackie's favorite bits. <laughs> it was crying here. So uh, yeah, let's just. Uh, let's Tim kind of set it up on the break before, but he was asking, "How do you? How is it? Y'all get along so well all the time?" I was like, "Oh, we don't get along like this all the time." <laughs> well, great, man. Well, let's uh, let's run that show clip. Set up wordy word, then, huh? It's a big show. On the radio with John Boy Billy, Tim Wilson has joined us. Marcy Marcy, Taylor Carsey, Randy Jackie. Tim, in all the years I've known John Boy, there have been plenty of opportunities for us to swing on one another. It only came close once, and I know, Johnny, you remember, we were at the airport. Yeah, we come back from some long trip, right? It's the only trip ever that I took my family with us, because everybody took their family. And I swear to you, I paid their ways, all right? On the way back, John Boy just was in a foul mood, and he says... Well, did your family enjoy the vacation I bought them? <laughs> oh, and it went right through me. I was, I sat there. I just didn't. And you I, snapped. Oh, oh, I snapped. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get off the plane. And by surprise, coming off the plane, there's my mom and my sister. My whole family had come out to me as so I walked right by him. <laughs> Followed him outside. Got outside. And, and just unloaded on him. I mean, one of those where you just spray and spit while you're yelling, you know. And so, so I'm yelling and screaming and, and getting closer to him. And, and he come up on me like all the bullies in the in the schoolyard would do, and belly bumped me, you know, like that. <laughs> and I remember, I swear to you, I remember exactly what went through my head. In these words, I said, "What the hell am I thinking?" <laughs> And I back down like the coward I am. You know, I can think of at least one more. And you were a lot further from home, so it was a lot more understandable. I wasn't ready to swing on him. I was just mad then. That was, of course, the trip to Norway. Yes. Uh, Y'all got in a fight in Norway? Almost. Almost. He almost bowed up on me again. I made him. We're there to broadcast from the Winter Olympics. Mm. I made him. I mean, I talked him into going to an Olympic sporting event that we had tickets to. You'd think I'm in the clear here. Right. We sat in our seats for maybe, now granted it was a hockey game. Mm Mm-hmm. For maybe five minutes. You ready to go, stupid? <laughs> okay, all right, so we get up. Now, the bus ain't coming back for a couple of hours because right. they figure you're going to watch the Olympic Games. Yeah. Well, right. our seats were terrible, man. Way up high, way up high. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we were there, but that didn't matter. So we go outside. All right, right. I'll, the bus ain't here. I'll call a cab. I go over to the telephone. I pick up the receiver and I have absolutely no idea There's how like to work the telephone. There's like 12 buttons, toggle switches. I've never seen a phone like this. <laughs> It was bizarre. There are no numbers yeah. on it. Huh. It looked like the control panel for a nuclear power I station. I had no idea how to work it. So You'd I, have been yeah. better off with two cups and a string. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I look, yeah. I look down. I can see our our room. I mean, mm-hmm. it's down, way down the hill. We're like on top of a mountain. Right. We can just walk to it. Fine. 
time. <laughs> so here we go. Walk now. A bunch of boys from the south. Brace yourself. We were wearing the wrong shoes right. to be yeah. trekking around in the snow. Yeah. We're going down a hill. It we're, was ice. One by one, we all fall down the hill mm. and skid a little bit. That and that starts it. So we get down. And we find a cab. We get in. The cab driver speaks English, but he's decided I'm going to pretend I don't. Mm. And drives somehow us he knew that we weren't from around. Right. There. Yeah. 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 Go figure. And it wasn't just the cowboy boots. Drives us around. Well, town anyway, it went around and around in circles and uh, something. You're and- paying for this, stupid. <laughs> Mister can't work a phone. I thought it had something to do with the peanut butter and nanner sandwiches. That's what I made to make up to you. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so John's mad. Randy's backing down as usual yes, uh, and well, runs and makes peanut butter and banana well, sandwiches <laughs> and comes back with a the with la- a peace offer. The last thing I said before the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, well, I'll have to clean it up for the radio, but yeah. you'll have to use the appropriate words. It goes, screw you, John Boyd. <laughs> hey, John Boyd. Yeah. 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 West Coast rapper kind of way. Uh, I think we know who wears the pants in this relationship. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, hey, I got one question. Have you and Bill ever just about come to blows? No, never. No, no. Never. <laughs> never. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I won't allow it. Has, has, has <laughs> yeah. Jackie ever, yeah. like, reared back and never. smacked you? Never has? No, no, no. you'd see no. them big hands coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, if I attacked you brutally in a in a violent way, would I be the first guest to ever attack you? Uh, Except for the time Richard Simmons bit uh, him. Yeah. Oh, but that's a whole other story. Bit yeah. Yeah. And, that, and broke the skin. Oh, and yeah. that chicken. Didn't the chicken get you? Oh, the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'd be the first guest to ever attack the host. Yeah, yeah, in a well, hostile way. Right. <laughs> the first guest that wasn't either gay or covered with feathers, yes. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, never come to blows on wordy word uh, yet. Yeah, so far. Little, little stomach bumps. We'll I'm, be all right. Have you I'm got still, a minute? <laughs> I'm still waiting for Billy to take a swing on you. <laughs> oh, no. Not if there's stomach bumps involved. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, let's play this wordy word game. 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You toll free line across America. We'll get a couple contestants. Team up. Play next. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio and the video today. Brought to you by LS Tractor, proud prize pack sponsor. Find your local dealer to BigShow.com where you see the video, the remote learning effect. You cute little girls, have your little laugh when you make your daily visit to TheBigShow.com. And going to be taking a classic bear request off the wall in minutes, but right now. I oh, well, everybody's heard about the bear. Oh, the the wordy word and a wordy word. All right, another week's a wordy word. Wordy words. You know what I mean? Let's meet our contestants. We got Gary from Inglewood, Florida. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How y'all doing? Really good. And we got Barney from Longview, Texas. What's up, Barney? Good morning, John Boy. Good morning. All right. You can tell from Pillar's excitement, he's oh. still filling in for Tater. Can we just do all my turns for the week right now? <laughs> so, Barney, you are on team Pillars and Randy. And get that gun out of your mouth. <laughs> Let's hope they don't turn on you. All right, Gary, you on the John Boy Bill side. Good luck, boys. Let's start off with me and Gary for our round one. All righty. You ready, Gary? Yes, sir. Okay, start the clock. 
Now, going to get a line in a pole and go. Fishing. Yes. All right. Uh, this is what the bed you sleep on in jail or in the Army. Uh, cot. Yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. All right. I'm going to take a week's of summer blank. Vacation. Yeah. All right. This is what they put you on to put you in the ambulance. Yeah. All right. This is what the president uh, had uh, last week. The presidential debate. They, yes. All right. The little blank. Spanky. Oh. Ah, oh. uh, sorry. All right. Yeah, we put a five on the board. Good work, Gary. All right, Barney. You are up with pillars for your round one. Are you ready? Come on, baby. Yes. Okay. And picking up on that last one, go. Spanky, alfalfa, buckwheat. They were the little... Gang. Our gang. They are also the little... Uh, Rascal. There yeah. you go. Uh, you put this on your salad. Blue cheese. Dressing. Bam. Another name for sunglasses. Shade. Yeah. This is the sticky stuff that comes out of the tree. Gum. And you make syrup. Out. There you go. Yep. All right, well, Barney Pillars put a four on the board. Five, four after round one. Anybody's game. Here we go into round two. Gary, you're with Billy. Are you ready? Yes, sir. And go. You go see Santa at the mall. You sit on his what? Lap. There you go. Rhymes with it. You might wear this on your head. A baseball. Hat. No, it rhymes with the last one. Cap. There you Cap. go. Uh-huh. Also rhymes with it. You might have mud blanks on your car or truck. Flat. Yeah. Yep, you might go home in the afternoon and take a nice short what to rest yeah. up. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Don't don't go in there. It's a blank. It's a blank. Trap. Yeah. There you go. You find your way by looking at a map. Yes. Uh-huh. There you All right. Go. Put a six on a five eleven for Gary. Oh, perfect. There's no <laughs> chance. <laughs> well, I kind of teed up this. Randy and Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Seven <laughs> will tie. Thank seven you, Billy. Will tie. All right, Barney. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Have fun with it. Go. This is what spiders make. Web. Yep. Uh, this is the plant that grows in the desert. Has pricklies on it. Cactus. Yep. Um, this is what uh, girls do around puberty. <laughs> <laughs> it was also a TV show. Uh, awesome. My, you might think of it uh, with flowers. Bloom. Yep, close. On the same track. Blossom. Yep. Oh, there you go. Uh, rhymes with it. It's a creepy-looking animal. It looks like a big rat. Possum. <laughs> yep. Possum. Uh, well, you got them four. Decent. Not quite enough. Gary wins. Eight, 11 to 8. This is what girls do around puberty. Oh, yeah. I have heard everyone in this room use that oh, clue for that cow. same word. But it just sounds creepy coming from yeah. you. Yeah, that's odd. It's not so much what you said, it's how you said it. And then, Your Honor, he said, this is what girls do around puberty. Try. Uh, all right. Hey, Barney, we appreciate you playing, buddy. You can try again any game, anytime. All right. Thank you, John Boy. <laughs> Man, we appreciate y'all listening to a phrase you. from Terry Hansen. <laughs> did he get it? <laughs> yeah, I did. And Gary from Inglewood, Florida, you got the prize pack. Congratulations on your wordy word victory. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. It's that green thing in the desert with prickly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Time for the classic bit request of the morning. Uh, we got an instant request here. Jack is reading that letter about uh, me fishing and Rick Reisinger out of Louisville, Kentucky. Said, we want to hear Thiggy's application to join the entourage. I was listening to Jackie get tickled while I read it. It's the best part. All right. Do I amuse y'all like a clown? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> Rick, your request is coming up next. Good Monday morning, Big Show's on the radio, classic bit request, Rick Reisinger out of Louisville, Kentucky. Here we go. My buddy, Officer Thiggy, down at the beach. Of course, Thiggy hadn't been around lately because he got a girlfriend. That's where he's been all winter. Now, here was summer coming up, you know, I was kind of bummed out about that, but then I heard that they may have broken up. Matter of fact, I heard it right here on the Big Show when Oliver was in. Randy, will you play that clip, please? Sure. And Officer Thiggy Bear finally pulled a Houdini from that old schizophrenic ball and chain and is back on beach patrol. I was wondering, is it true? And then in the mail. Of course, Jackie is in charge of the mail here when, my, when it comes to personal stuff with me. And this started this right is... after the anthrax scare, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that had nothing to do with it. It was just, oh, okay. it was just the timing around there. Just, maybe it just seemed like it. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Jackie, what is the head of that? What, what is it called? Application for the Entourage? Application for John Boy's Entourage. <laughs> so this is from Figgy. Mm. So uh, well, let's, uh, well, let's hear it, Jackie. At the top, it says application for John Boy's Entourage. Print your name. He's Byron H. Thigpen, <laughs> quote, unquote, Ron. Any given alias names, he's put Figgy. Thiggy Bear and Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Have you Did ever applied? Materhead. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know we called oh. him that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever applied for this position before? Yes. If yes, please give approximate date. Eight ninety eight. Were you ever previously accepted to the entourage? Yes. Note, if you were ever a member of the entourage and you were one yelled at by Randy, two, John Boy would not return your phone calls. Please do not continue to fill out or submit this application. <laughs> Reasons for separation from the entourage. Thiggy has put, I was not thinking and got serious with a girl. <laughs> I know I broke a major rule as outlined in the entourage handbook, and for this I am sorry. <laughs> The He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> Please list reasons you feel that you could be an asset to John Boy's entourage. He's put good driving history. Enjoys staying out all hours of the night. <laughs> Loves to travel. Enjoys service work. <laughs> Easily humored and entertained. <laughs> and I'm good with math. <laughs> object to being on call no do you object to being called names or being the object of public humiliation engaged or married no does the thought of being single or divorced bother you he put no 
If you answered yes to any of the above questions, do not submit this application. <laughs> Please understand, he says, that being a part of the loser entourage is very demanding and an important responsibility. You will be responsible for John Boy's transportation, his arrival to his job on time, getting him home at night at a decent hour, walking and feeding any of his numerous pets, taking him to the airport, loading him onto the airplane, and most importantly, Making sure that when the plane takes off, he is still on the airplane. <laughs> Especially if that plane is delivering him back to a work environment. <laughs> Other duties of the entourage member may include boat captain, toilet paper restocker, 24-hour on-call taxi service, <laughs> and above all, remember, <laughs> your day is not done until John Boy is asleep. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Any resistance to any task could result in immediate termination from the entourage. <laughs> if separation from the entourage does occur, these are some of the exciting jobs you may qualify for. <laughs> Car salesman, beer management, <laughs> bar owner, <laughs> medical retirement, that's Doc. <laughs> NASCAR spotter and hauler, fed boy, <laughs> and football coach. <laughs> if this sounds like the job for you, please sign your full name below, which he has. Responses from the Entourage Review Board usually takes between four and six weeks. <laughs> I think you need to call him and inform him of his acceptance or denial on the air. If you don't want him, I do. <laughs> Good job there, Byron. <laughs> well, that's just asinine. <laughs> Big Show's on the radio. And the last portion of the Big Show brought to you by J.D.'s. Howdy, friends. It's about that time of year again, and J.D.'s 24-hour drive through pawn and gun auto parts pharmaceutical adult gift bait and tackle discount cigarette outlet has all you need for the fall hunting season. We got tree stands, dog food, rabbit traps, dynamite, load handlers, hood ornaments, penthouse, turkey collars, no-dose butt plugs, and a quality assortment of blaze orange underwear. We got crappy jigs, tire irons, kerosene, flannel wear, campofanine, band-aids, suture kits, helpermites, axle grease, and mention this had to qualify for next week's 700-horsepower diesel-powered weed whacker drawing officially licensed by NASCAR. We got Elvis rugs, pool cubes, toilet seats, socket sets, Tylenol, rifle scopes, work boots, motor oil, Vaseline, not to mention a fine selection of copper tube and firewood and sour mash, wink, wink, wink. So haul ass on down to JD's 24-hour drive through pawn and gun auto parts, pharmaceutical adult gift bait and tackle discount cigarette outlet. Stop in a new location behind Roy's used tires where the old landfill used to be and look for the big neon sign that reads JD's, JD's, what a southern boy needs. BitBox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at BigShow.com. 
Anytime's the perfect time for John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 stuff. Online services by animate.com. And the sauces and rubs you can't find, it's all at Big Show Foods. Check it out. Have a great rest of your day. See you on tomorrow. And as John Boy says, spelling can learn to hurt, can hurt you. Learning to spell, shut up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, fam. I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.